Good evening, Rabbi Sai. Welcome back to a new week of learning Shara Kaniya. We are in Perek Zion. And we had learned last time the first uh, two of the five areas where you could really give a uh, an indication, a litmus test, whether a person is achieving Kaniya, whether a person truly is a humble human being. First one is that he doesn't respond with anger, even though he could. He has the ability, he has the wherewithal (coughs) to take revenge, to be angry. And he doesn't, not for any other reason, not for political reason, not to save himself, but only because of Kniya. Because he he feels humble, he feels, who am I to take, to get angry at this person? Who am I to say that nothing wrong could be done to me? That's from Ibn Adam Lachavere standpoint, between people. And then the second was when something, some mishap happens, either monetarily or physically, to him, to someone in his family, and he accepts the judgment from Hashem. He accepts the judgment. He planned on, uh, on going on a vacation, and then he's told he shouldn't go, it could be dangerous. He accepts it because out of humility, he says, this is what Hashem wanted, I accept it. That's a sign of humility. We now move on to Vashlishi. And the first two were quite short, and four and five also will be short. But number three here, smack in the middle, the Chavah says, perhaps one of the biggest chedushim that he has in all of this Sefer. A monumental idea that I don't believe is mentioned by any other Rishonim, we don't find it in the Chazal, we don't find it in the Gemara, not in the Medrash, but we find it here in the Chavos Avavos, one of the Rishonim. Now, the Gemara tells us the Chavos, Rishonim Kamalochim. We understand our Rishonim, we view them as no less than angels, like Malochim. So they say an idea, they say a concept, we certainly believe it. So we're going to see, as we get into it, to see the great novel original ideas that Chavis puts forth. But let's begin where he starts. Vehashlishi. And the third sign of a person who indeed is humble is Kishi Yispar Seminyone. When he becomes a little bit famous, his, his affairs are known, he has a reputation by people. People know about him, people hear about him. Oh, you Mr. So-and-so, oh, I heard about you. Now, he could either say, I heard great things about you, or I heard terrible things about you. It could be one or the other. But the reputation is out of the bag. This person is known for things that he has done, things that he is, things that he's accomplished. Famous or infamous. So he's going to go to each side. Beteva Oibara. Either praising him for good things that he did, or accusing him of bad things that he did. So now, number one, if people start praising him about things that he has done, oh, I heard you, uh, you learned so many mesectes. You know, like <clears throat> just said over the other week on Shabbos. The, the Ragachover, the Beisiv Rosen, the great Ragachover Goin of Dvinsk, he came when he was 13 years old, a brilliant mind. They sent him to learn by the Beis Halevi. 
So he comes to the base, Halevi, the base, Halevi, so, you know, you're 13 years old, but do you want to come into my uh, inner group, my inner circle? I give it, I, need, I need to give you a fahar, I need to give you a test. So the Raghav says, okay, you can fahar me on half of Shas. So the base, Halevi says, which half? He says, any half that you choose. <laughs> okay, so he was being honest. He said, you have to test me, test me on any half you want. So here they praise him about a certain thing. Oh, they say, oh, I heard you know uh, half of Shas. I heard you, you do these great deeds. I heard you do so much chesed. I heard you gave so much tzedakah. I heard you mamish from the, uh, from the first ones in shul every day. I heard that you clean up the svarim afterwards. I heard that you mamish driving to people to the hospital. I heard you're, you're cooking for people. All sorts of things that a person may do that he's praised for. Now we'll see whether they're true or not true. Even if they're true, but the person who's humble, his reaction should be, Shem Yishabchu al so they praise him on a certain good thing that he did. Yivez He should despise the one who praised him. He should belittle it in his mind. And not only in his mind, we'll see, he should tell the person, Shana, please, please, don't even say these things about me. But not in a, in a way like some people say, ah, Please, don't even mention it. He means to say, keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> he would talk about the truly humble person. He would say to the person, no, don't, don't talk like that. He will despise him. He will, it, will, it will be a disgrace to him, this praise that he's getting. In his own nefesh, in his own inner soul, he feels it's, it's so belittling. And it's so small, he did something right. He did something good. But it's so small in his eyes. But it's so small that it should be considered worthy and accepting by Hashem. Why? In its, in its insignificance, in its, in its being so small. In comparison to really what he's obligated to pay back, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, mikifle because of the multifold of goodness that he's received, that he has to pay back. And this is a concept that Chavis already has taught us: that a person truly is humble because even though he has accomplished a tremendous amount, number one, like we said over from the Chazanish, used to explain humility this way. It's true, I know I'm the Chazanish, but maybe I was supposed to be the Vilna Gain. It's true, I know half of Shas, and the person knows half of Shas, but maybe I'm supposed to know the whole Shas. It's true, I've learned uh, the, the all of Shas, but maybe I'm supposed to know it Balpe. Right? A person can't know what his level is. Maybe he's he has to go higher and higher. That's why a person always has this feeling of humility, because he's he's... Indeed, he's happy with what he's accomplished up until now, but he's not content with it. He's not satisfied with it. He says, who knows how much more I have to go. That's number one. Number two, in in comparison to all of what Hashem has given me, have I really paid back anything worthy of what I've gotten? Can I say it's really, it's been a quid pro quo. I've paid back, indeed, exactly what Hashem has given me. I've come so short in terms of what Akash Baruch has given me, so no matter how much good I accomplish, 
I'll, I'll never be able to pay back Hashem. And therefore, that gives a sense of humility. Now, we know the Mishnah tells us, It's not for us to finish the job. We'll never be able to finish the job. But we're not free to say that we've already fulfilled our quota. So therefore, the person says, you're praising me about this great thing that you, that you did. Do you think I, I consider that so worthy? You, can I really honestly say that Hashem has accepted this and is so worthy and Hashem cherishes this compared to what I have to pay back? Now, it's an interesting balance because this is what the, the humble person says. For those that are not on the level of humility like this, so we try to encourage them by telling them that you should know every single deed that a person does. Indeed, Hashem cherishes it, puts it away, has an accounting for it, which is true. That is true. Every single iota of a good deed that a person does, does not go unnoticed, does not go unchecked. Hashem takes it and he stores it away. He's getting schar for that. No question about it. But that's for Hashem to know. And in the back of our mind, we have to appreciate everything we do, that it is indeed stored away. But the person who has truly come to a level of humility knows, as much as I've already put away, there's a lot more still to go. Because I can't say that I've fulfilled the amount that I've received and I've already paid back Hashem. So when he hears someone praising him about something that he did, he, he despises it in his, his mind. More than that, says the Chavaz this should be the conversation. He should say to the one who praised him, Oh, enough, enough. Stop. Please, please stop talking like that. My brother. Because no matter what good I've done, I cannot say that it, it, it even balances out for all of the sins that I've done. So this is a little bit of a different twist over here. At first he started saying, who knows, have I fulfilled, even if I would do only good, all my life, can I say I really have fulfilled the quota of what I need to for the, all the good that Hashem has bestowed upon me? That would be regardless of any uh, sins that a person did. But here the, the, he's saying, maybe that person won't understand that. That I have to say to my own self. But for that person, he understands, listen, I'm not perfect, and I've done a lot of bad as well. Has any good that you're trying to praise me with and it's very nice you're trying to make me feel good. But I know myself that it doesn't compare, it doesn't balance out, it doesn't, it's not a wash at all, negative, the avoidness that I did. You know what it's compared to? Like good date is like a spark of fire that falls into a huge body of water, a big ocean. How long does it take till that spark is gone, unknown, unseen, undetected. So the humble person says, it's nice that you're praising me that I've done this thing and I've given uh, of my time, I've given of my money, I've uh, learned a certain amount of Torah, I daven a certain amount, I do a certain tremendous amount of chesed, but comparing to the Averis that I do, I'm far from perfect and it doesn't outweigh the Averis that I've done. This is how above us says, what a person who's humble would react that way. But I mean, even if it would be 
worth something. Even if this deed that I've done is worth something. Eich, Eida, how do I know? How do I know even the deed that I've done? Forget about being uh, wiped out by sins. Even the, the, the good deed that I've done, how do I know that it is totally free of any piga hefzid, of anything that could damage it, anything that could mitigate it? How do I know it's not diluted, it's not adulterated with other things mixed into it? Meaning, it could be that I did it for ulterior motives. Could be I've done this good thing to give me a good reputation. Could be I did it so I should look good by other people. Could be I did it because I simply, I just felt bad for the person, so I did it. Did I do really l'shem the mitzvah? I did it l'shem shamayim? Could a person really say that? So it's another angle that if a person is truly humble, this would be his reaction. No, no matter how much he's accomplished and whatever he's being praised for, it doesn't compare to the side of the scale that has my sins. It can't be, you can't, a person can't truly know that it's been a, 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 a toiva. It's been maizim toivim that have been pure. Who says Hashem will accept it wholeheartedly from me? Maybe he won't even let it get into him. Worse than that, he'll throw it back in my face. How can we say that? person does something good and Hashem throws it back in his face. So we have the Pasuk in Navi. And this Pasuk, interesting, is the is the Haftarah that we read on Parshas Chazoyin. Shabbos Chazoyin, that's the parish, the Shabbos right before Tishabov. This is the Haftarah, the words of the Navi Yeshaya, where he speaks very harsh rebuke. Like it says, Hashem says, when you come to see me, you come into the base Hamikdash to see me. Who asked for this that you're bringing with your hands these carbonus you're bringing? You're trampling on my on my tiles over here. You're trampling on my courtyard. Who asked you to trespass over here? That's what Hashem is saying. We're coming to bring carbonus, Hashem. We're coming to the base of Middash. So the Navi says, you know what Hashem is saying to you? Who asked you to come into my courtyard? Who asked you to bring these things? The next Pasuk. Stop bringing these empty carbonus. These are, these are offerings of abomination to me. Why does Hashem say this at all? So, Mitzvah tomorrow evening will discuss what exactly the Navi was describing over here. So this is, just to finish the paragraph, this is even when someone praises someone who did something good. The person could get to the point where saying, who knows if it's been accepted? Who knows if my Averis canceled it out? Who knows if Hashem won't throw back in my face? They start praising about things that he never really did. That he has to distance himself away, and we'll see him at Shisham tomorrow evening what this means as well. A good night.